0: I'm being a menace to the sound. <clears throat> Sorry, I just Ella. chopped all my nails. I'm so. <laughs> She's like, no,
1: I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> um,
0: anyway,
2: go back. We'll I was being back. a menace um, and I
0: forgot what I was saying. <laughs>
2: Hey everyone, welcome, welcome to the, the query. query. So today we have the honor of interviewing the truly spooky, wickedly talented Asphyxia to the pod. Wow, well, howdy, y'all! On.
0: Oh, I'm interrupting you already. <laughs> how good can start.
2: it's It's easy to do,
0: especially for me.
2: <laughs> we are so down stressed. with the
0: patriarchy. <laughs> you
2: did it again! <laughs> <laughs> that's two in like 10
1: seconds so now we're gonna we We have a whole 45 minutes to go so you you gotta wait till our lips finish pull it together okay go i promise (laughs) you've done well you've done well thank you thank
0: you thank you we
1: are so excited to have you here i'm so excited to be here oh my god um okay so we'll just start with the usual um what are your pronouns and what names do you go by and when
0: how camp. Okay, so I am Jake out of drag or Jacob if I'm in trouble. Um, <laughs> in drag, asphyxia. Don't call me Fixie unless you're Lunar Thick. She's the only one that can get away with it. Interesting. Um, Story behind that? No, I just I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Asphyxia sounds sophisticated. Mm. Fixie sounds little and like a pixie, I, like a little fairy, a, a little oh, fairy girl, like those little like, like chomp books from primary. school. Anyway, I'm getting off track. <laughs> <laughs> but um, pronouns are anything. I don't really. I'm. I i do not think I've ever actually said it out loud. I mean, I've told a couple of people. I'm gender fluid, but I'm not. Cool. Like pronouns, wise doesn't affect me.
1: Sure. So,
0: anything. Just don't call me late for dinner. Cool.
1: Sounds period. period. <laughs> so much funnier in my head. So much funnier in my head. I know.
2: Right, like, um, let's edit in some, like, intense laughing.
1: <laughs>
0: Please cue <laughs> up the soundtrack.
1: <laughs> we need that, like, a soundboard we, so we can be, we like, four minutes. That like, would ah, actually ah, be ah. really camp. Like, applause.
2: I'm getting, like, I'm... Camp, like she's using the, the words. Um, anyway, how did you choose your drag name?
0: So... What I like to tell the really drunk people at the bar is that again, asphyxia is just a really lovely, sophisticated way of telling people that I'm into choking. Oh, but meow. the reality of it is, I was just searching through Wikipedia Stop in medical it. names. Stop and it! And I was like, that looks camp.
2: Why did you? How, why did you think of medical names to look up?
0: Because with my drag, I was always so inspired by um, you know alternative, creepy. Um, medical things so well special effects so um what do you call it when dissections and mm, like science yeah. and in in a body and horror I love, that. love horror that's awesome thank you but yeah so then i just wanted to incorporate that into my name and my original drag name that i was going to go with is just very baby queen so we needed to find something more you
2: gotta say it you gotta
1: say it
0: and then
2: not tell
1: us what it was <laughs>
0: Um, so it was going to be Onyx Envy.
1: Onyx Envy. Oh. I don't mind it. Yeah. I definitely like Asphyxia is
2: like
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. No,
2: I actually, I think, I actually, I don't mind that, but you can tell when it, when it really works. And I think it's exactly. When it's right, it's works. right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I just stuck and I was the only, um, queen in the entire world called Asphyxia until about two years ago. <gasps> Um, what? They even T- almost copied my entire Instagram <gasps> username But that's none of my business None of my business <gasps> Oh my god yet. Stop that's really they up. an Australian queen? No, they're a UK queen oh, They're okay. pretty, I guess no, but Not as pretty as me, though
2: <laughs> Not as talented
0: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far <laughs> Yes, I would Yeah, yeah We don't need a definition suit <laughs> Not this early <laughs> into my career
2: Not this early into the pod's career, <laughs> either <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> Take Absolutely it out, take it out, not. take it out <laughs> Um, so you were saying that you love like horror and gore and monster type things. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure in a message to me, you referred to yourself as a drag monster, which is very fucking camp. Um, so what exactly does that mean? Um, and how does that differ from like a typical quote unquote drag queen?
0: I think, um, where drag monster comes into play is it doesn't necessarily form itself within the archetypes of femininity or masculinity, which your traditional drag does. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically traditional drag is femininity, but that's only what conservatives will tell you. Um, but then we've got amazing drag kings who are very, very masculine. All of them do come across alternative, just again, because of societal norms. But where the monster is, is obviously you can be a drag queen and a dragon, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, but where, it's where you're mashing, or for me at least, where I mash the intersectionality Is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. Of femininity, masculinity, gender fuckery, and just pure chaos. And that in a blender with a little bit of like dynamite, Um, blow it up a couple of times, chuck it in Minecraft, blow it up again, (laughs) extract it, and then you've got me. That made no sense. Can
2: you make that your bio on Instagram? That (laughs) entire, We'll give it to you and you have to make that your bio because that was was good. Absolutely. Blown up a few times. Brisbane's resident creeper. (laughs) So do you think that that's a reflection of your personality out of drag as well?
0: Um, I think for quite a while it was because for a long time I did feel so lost that I had to create my own little lane, um, which obviously is a very, very stereotypical quote-unquote um queer journey is losing your way and then finding your own lane however that may be um i was actually just listening to the previous uh the one that just came out i don't know when this is going to come out but the beverly kills episode um and they were talking about how religion they sort of found themselves back in religion and then they didn't and that was a sort of a different queer path for people that were raised in religion for me, I was not, thank God. Yeah, same, um,
2: right? <laughs> lucky. <you're> <laughs> so lucky.
0: Yeah, so um, I did have a, quite a lot of, you know, trauma growing up. I went through quite a lot. Um, so I did have to find my own little way to make my lane that made me feel comfortable and made me th- – to convince myself that I was accepted. And then also, in reality, in the grand scheme of things, to accept myself um, by doing outrageous things with special effects and Mm. blood and guts and everything of the sort.
1: Cool, but it's like, it's such an art what you do. Like it, everything, everything, your your body, your costumes, your face, your hair, like literally everything that you do is like meticulously detailed and like crafted and just, I don't know, like beautiful Mm. in its own like, Creepy horror, creepy way, way yeah. yeah. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. And like you said, it doesn't have to be that feminine. Really, you
2: know, whatever the stereotypical thing is, like you can still be beautiful by being like gory and mm. creepy.
0: Exactly. Like if you, if anyone was around with like in my original days, I was gender flippant to the max. um Now that I've sort of refined my style a little bit more my sort of catchphrase is if anyone needs an explanation for what i do not that they're entitled to it but actually that's a big thing no one's entitled for an explanation about what you're doing with your life you just do you and you love it and you live it fuck yeah boom um but uh i like to intercross femininity and monster which is why i do Um, Extreme hourglass figure, huge boobs, crazy face, glamour, updos, Mm -hmm. and then, like, long nails, that big, like, very Morticia vibes? Yes. Yeah. But, like, less goth, more Minecraft exploded.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love that. Et cetera, et cetera. So, considering that your drag sort of challenges the norm, I suppose... Um, what is the usual reaction that you get from audiences and, like, the general public when you're, yeah, out and about?
0: I think the general response is actually a lot better than one would theoretically expect. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, I sort of started drag at a time where, not obviously, but I'm very thankful in the fact that I started drag at the time and I'm doing the kind of drag that I do, where people don't really look at you too, like look at you two-way, twat, like, don't, do that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 like, cook, cook, cook,
1: cook, cook,
0: no. <laughs> absolutely not, but they just, like, look at me and then look away, yeah, or I'm just too scary or six foot seven, that they're not going to come up to me, which I'm very thankful for, and obviously that is quite a lot of privilege that I've got there, mm-hmm. especially when it comes with drag, mm-hmm. um, but it's always interesting when I am out and about in, Drag, like drag monster and I'll have kids look at me and just like look at their like parents and be like, what is that? And obviously that's not family friendly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's always interesting to see the way the parents react yes. because they know that it's art, mm-hmm. but they don't really, I don't think they get that it's drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I love teaching people. Yeah. That was such a roundabout way, yeah. but I, that's what I love. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just like making people aware of something different and something unique within the drag scene, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Is, Brisbane has been very, very good for. Yeah.
2: That's yeah, good know to that know you good. haven't had, like, too many or any, like, really bad experiences in drag in the way that you present drag. People are, like, really
0: yeah, accepting the, of it. Yeah, for the most part, people are just extremely... Yeah, very, very accepting, for lack of a better term. Very, like, neutral to it.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that's
0: awesome. Yeah, I've had people, like, you know, call me, which is the weirdest thing. I'm out here... In a mouth gag, black scleras, red veins coming from my eyes, in a black, like funeral gown with my Z cup boobs, and people will still try to catcall me? Yeah.
2: They will not stop for no, anything. It's no. interesting. Mm. No matter what,
0: you will be fetishized. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. So do you think so, other than the catcalling, which you've obviously experienced, do you feel that there's a big air of like fetish fetishization or objectification for yourself personally and in the drag industry as a whole
0: I think for myself personally there is definitely that level of objectification because I do portray myself as this um bimbo-esque character um is probably not the most politically term correct there <laughs>
1: Uh, we're keeping it. We're keeping it in. I'm. You know, I'm. I'm. Talking is until you do something like this. Oh,
0: today. literally, come to one of my shows. You'll see me host. It's even worse than this.
1: <laughs> politically um, term correct.
0: Yeah, politically Period. correct term for it. But um, I do like to portray myself as the strong female woman that I saw in like comic books and like <laughs> those stereotypical shows growing up. Because obviously, women or people with womanly bodies or feminine people in general do get fetishized a lot, which is abhorrent. Um, but with most of the drag that I do, I usually find that it isn't as much of a quote unquote problem, um, because I don't necessarily give it as much of a time of day because it doesn't affect me that much because most of my drag is more into next level of crazy mm, that gory. usually it is ironic. Exactly. Mm. Um, but for the drag scene in general, I think. Or, well, not even the drag scene, but the queer scene in general, I think that there is quite a lot of um, nasty objectification and fetishization in groups that, that should not be. So, like your drag um, drag queens, a lot of my trans fans, uh, trans femme, non binary people are fetishized for absolutely no reason. Yeah. That's absolutely disgusting. And then you've got uh, like women or women and women, women, women. <laughs> <laughs> women, women are fetishized as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I find that a lot. As soon as a hitman finds out that I'm queer. Oh, great. So we can have a threesome. Yeah, that's yeah. I will yeah. have you're a threesome sorry, with two true. other women and you will not be a part of it. Absolutely sorry.
0: not, darling. Mm-hmm.
1: I, yeah, gross. I hate it. I hate it so much. I usually avoid the question or like avoid talking about it, which is like, why do I have to not talk about that part of myself? Because you're going to be gross about it. Like, wow.
0: What are we doing? Exactly. I find that is a big part of whenever someone that is heterosexual, typically a male, um, especially, actually, almost exclusively cis-het males, um, come into a queer space and they all of a sudden see a drag queen or a someone that presents as a woman or feminine in the club and they automatically think, oh, that's my achievement, that's my goal. Even though they're the outlier in the queer space, they don't belong there. Correct. And if they're there, respect queer boundaries. Cor- respect boundaries, boots.
1: I <laughs> Such a story on that, but it also involves someone that I don't know if they would want me to tell. Um, I'll tell you later. Yeah. Off camera tea. Ew. Okay. Um, so do you want to tell us a little bit about how you got into drag?
0: Oh gosh. Um, absolutely though. So I sort of started getting into drag. I remember I was with my ex-boyfriend. He was my first ever boyfriend. Um, I was 13? Wow. Yeah. Young. I, I, yeah. He was He was 14. Um, it was quite scandalous, actually.
2: Bit mm, well, scandalous. Yeah,
0: it was. Oh, that's a. The story great for above. Day. Oh. <gasps> yeah, eight and year nine. Oh, oh my gosh.
2: that is that is
0: scandalous. It, it was. Um, a great guy. Uh, <laughs> Wherever you are. Yeah, great. <laughs> he has a beard. Probably where that came from. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. had it at fourteen. Anyway, that's <laughs> we're veering off subject. Um, <laughs> so I, he showed me a video of um, Willem's beatdown. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if you've ever watched Willem speak, no. Dan, but um, it was just one of those little talk shows that Willem had back in the day. Um, this was, I would say, around when like season five and six of Drag Race was So aired.
1: Willem's a, a drag queen from Drag Race. Drag race. Cool.
0: Yes. Um Willem is a very infamous drag queen mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Drag Race. The first ever to be um, disqualified.
1: disqualified. <gasps> Why? Wait, everyone probably uh, knows that I'm like, oh my God. It's like... <laughs> The reason on the show, I think, is different to the reason in real yeah, life. Yeah, right. the
0: reason on the show was Conjugal Visits, um, but the reason in real life was um, production meddlement. And a lot. that's oh that's, God, a, tea. that's an episode of Query in yeah, itself. Okay. Stay tuned. Cool, love it. Coming soon.
1: Anyway, yes. <laughs>
0: but um, then from that, because I used to draw a lot, um, so I just turned one art into another. I just started doing Boy Beauty, mm. um, which is all archived on <laughs> Asphyxias. <laughs> Put it up! Oh my god! Put it up. Bring oh it back! God. maybe, maybe I will give an exclusive sneak peek <gasps> for the um Query Pod, please. Instagram viewers, maybe so, maybe Surely. so. We'll hold you to that. Oh. I've had half a glass we'll of rosé. I can't to be that. held towards <laughs> that's my how get drunk.
2: <laughs> Then they give us all the good tea.
0: Exactly. But yeah, from there I just started going more and more into like boy beauty, and then I started doing like more draggy stuff, um and then I actually went to school in drag so um it was for a little bit uncouth nowadays but it was for gender bender day Mm -hmm. so it was the last day of year 12 um and me being me went to school in our formal uniform unbuttoned down to here with a bra um and like my like little little necktie hanging off um a platinum gray wig that was just straight and I was in uh, my the formal skirt which was technically meant to be down past your knees it was pulled up over my waist and like hiked up I love. up to nice. like mid thigh mm-hmm. um and I will never remember my really conservative um year 12 English teacher she was, she was my English teacher throughout the entire of high school she was lovely um, she just looked me up and down. She was like, "Now, Jacob, you know that's not how we wear the uniform." <laughs> looked over her little German glasses, <laughs> oh, looking like yes. some kind of Edna Mode, just yeah. like
1: <sniffs> iconic. <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: really that was that was the start of my queer life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so good,
0: but yeah, and then she just grew from there.
2: Love, awesome. So love then you kind of got into it professionally around like when?
0: Um, so then I had quite a lot of um trauma stuff gone after i turned 18 um and i kind of just put it on the back burner for a bit just practiced my makeup and practiced and practiced and practiced which is why i'm very good at makeup
2: you are (laughs) you are good at makeup (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was like
0: how do i be humbly no no
2: don't don't be humble
0: you are but i I know i'm narcissistic and i know i'm egotistical so i'm very good at makeup um but i spent like a year practicing um and then i came out officially Early January 2019, 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and then started going from there a couple came months later. Yeah, came out as a
1: drag queen. Yeah, came out as
0: a drag queen. Yes, sorry. I
1: was like, um, so in high school, this was like... Can you imagine? Uh-huh.
0: No, I came out, came out when no, I was... No, but I'm
1: straight. I just, <laughs> I just thought this was cool. <laughs> I just love this a lot. <laughs> me, that was literally me. <laughs> I'm ally. For so many years being like, I'm just an Hello. ally. Yeah. Ally,
2: Ally.
0: I love that, <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Then I started just coming out and drag. I came out every single weekend. I went to Fluffy, um, mm-hmm. and I was driving from the Sunshine Coast, getting a Airbnb, and going back on the Monday morning. Wow, commitment. Oh yeah, every weekend drag. Um, I came on Heat Three of the first original Starlet. That was the heat wow. that. Um, oh, like the first ever one. The first ever Amazing. Starlet, Ooh. yeah. Um, that Richie won the heat. Um, and Mantis was second. I believe, yeah, I'm pretty wow. sure that was the, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Um, and yeah, just kept going from there, kept going and kept going until um, a little thing called Work It Wednesdays came out, mm-hmm. run by the absolutely fabulous Solar Flare and Sable Blake, formerly known as Sable Blake, which is Sable nowadays. Um, and yeah, they used to run the, it. We it was like an open night drag competition mm. um, for anyone who just wanted experience, and I did that for about. 48 weeks straight. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, I did it for a long time. Cause it was like the one thing that I could definitely just go to, to yes. get all my creativity out. Um, that was where I met a lot of my good friends, like Beverly kills, uh, Lulu Lululemon was quite a while after mm. God bless her socks. Um, Moose, Enigma, et cetera. There's so many mm. people that I could go on and on about. Um, cause work, it really was, it, I don't even know how to word it. It was, this huge huge deal for quite a lot of us because we had it was quite a large wave of baby drag queens and kings and performers in general um and my first performance was me doing a panic at the disco song dressed as the devil tearing (sighs) my horns out of my head um having a full like spray-painted black chest with red um devil sigils on it um bleeding blood um, it was really great. Yeah. That yeah. sounds
2: so wholesome.
0: It was great. It's on my Instagram page. So oh. scroll back and you and might find add it.
2: it in here. At the dot asphyxia on Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> 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 that is awesome. So on your whole costuming and style and everything, obviously you are very talented with the wigs, so Maybe. tell us with, about with the wigs and the tucking the and the wigs padding and, and the, the thing, all, all the things, yeah, all the thing, yeah, absolutely. The so tucking, can so, you- baby, have you seen it?
0: Girl, the monster mash. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm a drag monster.
2: <laughs> so, I love can that. you tell us about your process of wig styling and how a, a Fixie's Asylum came out, and also the whole process of tucking and. Yeah, you're padding, padding and your body and all the things. Et Definitely.
0: Um, so, Sixties Asylum is my little um, my little love child at Sixties Asylum on Instagram and Facebook and asphyxiasasylum.com.au, which technically isn't actually out, but it's up there. So, you can go check nice. it out. It's just... Cool. I haven't updated it for a hot second. Love. Um, but it was my love child of just doing things and then I like to make my hobbies... I like to get paid for things. I like money. That's awesome. Um,
2: Absolutely. Make your passion your job.
0: Exactly. And I think the queer and gay motto is I don't need to have knowledge about it. But if I pick something up, tomorrow I might become a sommelier. Tomorrow afternoon, I might be a pro surfer. (laughs) Tomorrow evening, I might be a pro...
1: something else (laughs) pool table player game person
0: (laughs) snooker maybe so (laughs) um yeah so i just always taught myself how to do everything um so it all started with the makeup and then it started with basic sewing from back in the day um and then i started to do wigs but i could never get wigs right um and then there was a period of time where i was living with beverly kills um and she was doing all of my wigs back in the day And she like ran me through a couple of things to how to like reset the wig and just do basic styling. And then from there I was like, Well, I am a competitive gal. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just kept going with that and um it sort of flourished from there and I started doing more wigs for myself. Um and the ones that kinda caught on was when I was doing my big old horned wigs. Yeah, I love Um, those. Thank you. I would say that were definitely my staple. (laughs) Um And it sort of went from there. Got some really amazing tips from the amazing Shani T-Bone. And it just flourished. That's awesome. So you
2: didn't have any sort of skill in hair at all. And then you just
0: I'm self-taught with literally everything.
2: That's awesome. Really impressive.
0: Thank you. Insert applause here. Insert applause (laughs) here. The Friends background (laughs) track.
2: (laughs) Yes, that is though. I literally can't even like plait my own hair. And I don't think I could even if I tried to teach myself. Look. That is very impressive.
0: I appreciate it. I... Thank you. No <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, no worries. <laughs> the rosé. My goodness. Fiona, um, yeah, no, I remember because I mainly started selling pads. Speaking of pads and tucking and everything mm-hmm. like that, I used to make my own hip pads and then people started wanting them. And then so I started making them for people. How do you make them? So... You go to the landfill and you find a gorgeous little couch. Nice. Sit on a bunch, test them all, see how you feel. And then you go home and you pick it apart and you just carve it. Um, that's m- sort of a lie. I did make mine from a couch originally, mm. but I go to Clark Rubber. Okay. Um, secrets of the trade. Um, Clark Rubber, get like high density foam. And then I measure out um, the length and width of where the booty is, where you want the hip to sit, and where your natural sort of features lie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we carve it out with an electric knife and I then spend like three hours smoothing it out with scissors and then chuck a bunch of pairs of tights on and you're good to go.
1: Whoa.
0: It's a It's awesome. an, It's an arduous and very arthritic process. I can mm.
2: imagine, yeah, the cutting.
0: Yeah. Hours. Carpal tunnel realness, darling. Yeah. Welcome to the stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: That's... Wait. Carmel that a, Tunnel. Is that a... Oh, band? no, that
0: sounds bad. No. <laughs> Carmel Tunnel. <laughs> well,
2: that's actually so interesting because I... I don't know why I just assumed everyone just, like, bought them on eBay.
0: You can. Okay. Yeah. yeah um. But support local businesses.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and also, like, you would... Me- like, you measure, right? I do, So, yes. it's, like, fit for you. Yeah, it's custom. Like exactly. Custom. Yeah.
0: And I do have some things in the works. Oop, um, oop. Oop, oop. Big booties? Big booties. Big booties. But in intertwined and sewn into a pair of pants that way you're not trying to fit yep, them yep, yep. and ah. maneuver them around to where they are they're just level and you can pull the pants on and chuck your tights on and you're good to go
2: wow entrepreneur
0: yeah i keep an eye on in about six months i've got to got to get all it sorted but it's definitely in the works it's definitely being sorted out
1: nice. wow. so what is your process of getting into drag like Start to finish when you uh, go into a gig or whatever.
0: Start That's, to finish? Yeah. So, usually I'll procrastinate and leave it to the last minute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I will... It, it depends on if I'm doing more feminine drag or mm-hmm. or like natural drag for asphyxia, I guess, or crazy colours. If I'm doing crazy colours, I'll um, obviously shower um, and put contacts in and then it'll sort of start from there. I glue. I do my mug. Um, I then chuck my body on. So, my... Um, pads and put all the tights on and then I will put my spanks on and then I might add a corset if I feel like dying. Um, And then I add my breastplate, which is currently breaking. I need to get a new one. I'm so sad about it actually. Um, But my signature breastplate, whether it is my lovely little humble H cups or my ever so slightly less humble Z cups, is that um, the
1: actual size? Like, is that what you yes. buy? Oh my God. Yes. I thought you were joking before when you said that. No, I wasn't. Oh, they gorgeous. Are okay, great. Big old knockers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen them, but I didn't know they were actually called like Z-Cups.
0: Yeah, they're they're the biggest ones that. you can get.
1: That's wow. amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and then I chuck my wig on um, because getting a breastplate over a wig, you make that mistake once. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's like putting a turtleneck on over a full face of makeup. Boots. Mm.
0: Um, it's like when you go to formal and you get everything done but something goes wrong you have to put your head through and you're like why did i just spend seven hundred dollars getting all this done (laughs) yep um nothing and then yeah i'll truck everything into a suitcase um i'll forget things and i will run out of the house not download my music um and then regret it later and have to just do the same old physical and untouched
1: (laughs) just big me energy (laughs) why not excellent songs though
0: oh absolutely if you ever get a chance um always at the wickham i will be doing them oh. at least once a month darling oh. check out my page you'll see
2: love so cool so that must take like five hours
0: um it can take between i've done it in an hour flat no. out the door no um That's impressive. Chucked, a, uh, chucked the mug on i used gotten to do into body. party
2: princess like go to parties dressed as a princess. And it took me like two hours and it's not even extensive So you makeup. also
0: understand drag queen?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm a drag queen. <laughs> I love it. It's this. definitely not that, that exciting. It's like Cinderella the revelation. or something. But it's like very basic makeup. And I swear it would take me like an hour and a half just to feel like I'm that like character. So that's impressive, an hour. You've it, got that skill under control. It, yeah,
0: look. Especially when you wake up late and you've got a gig to get to with a call time, you're like, oh no, what am I going to do?
2: Shit, no, other, <laughs> no other option. Literally. To get it done.
0: If I do take my time, though, I can have like a delicious five hours, six mm, hours. Wow. My average is about two, two and a half, though, yeah, to right. get it all on. Um, I've kind I'd of mastered it down to a.
1: A lot of time, though. Like, two and a half hours is a long. Time. oh yeah yeah
0: it's no wonder why we want you know decent money because yeah, we're not starting yeah, when exactly. we get to the gig yeah. we're starting five hours or we've made our own outfits or i've styled my own hair or yeah for me it's more normally both i'll make an outfit or style a week sometimes i'll spend eight hours through the day doing that and they're like okay here we go let's get into drag and then you're out until 2 a.m and you're like oh my god it's been a 15 mm. hour day but people don't consider that no, work days they, they when they it don't. is yeah. it absolutely is absolutely
2: yeah, yeah. So as the queen who's changing the face of drag. As, as Beverly Kills says.
0: <laughs> I'll never let her forget it either.
2: <laughs> never. You now have like quite a huge platform. So what would you like Asphyxia's legacy to be? Or what is something you would like Asphyxia to be known for?
0: What a, what a lovely little deep question. <laughs> um, I think my sort of legacy would theoretically and hopefully be... Comma. <laughs> um, I just love to sort of allow all the little freaks and misfits in society to sort of really, really delve into that freakiness and that alternativeness of the the weird. Can we swear? The weird shit. I don't care, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the weird fuckery. You know, fuck you
2: guys. I'm going to swear anyway. <laughs> Let's go. Um,
0: just the absolute nonsense that goes in your head that society's kind of like, no, you can't do that. Even in a queer atmosphere where people are like, that's not how you do drag. That's not how you should look. That's not how you should act. That's not how you should paint. You should be doing this, 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 this to fit into an archetype of what they think it should be. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Break it up. I want to be the person that shows that you can do that and you can... Go out and perform and look like a literal monster, which is something that I, I love to do is going out looking like a literal hellspawn from five B grade, sorry, D grade horror movies that was filmed in <laughs> Australian Outback. But I'm still going out there. I'm flipping and I'm splitting and I'm dancing. And it just, it shows such a different side not to discount people that can't do that. Um, except you are not as good as I'm, oh, joking. I'm as good. joking. I'm joking, <laughs> I'm joking. <at> <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but show that we're all the same. Mm-hmm. We're all doing you can do the same I thing. Fuck you want. Yeah. And you shouldn't be ostracized or belittled or made to feel like you're weird just because you like to express yourself in an abnormal way. Because being abnormal is fucking normal.
1: Period. Yes. Nice that's a good legacy no! oh my God. i'm
0: so sorry to this <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ella's was cringing off camera <laughs> that was so well said thank that you was really well said and sort of i guess going on from that what makes you most proud to be queer
0: I'm not, No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, you got to go. <laughs> Where am go. I again? Only queer people
1: allowed on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: shit. cut that out! Ooh. Bye. Sorry,
1: you've got to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think what makes me the most proud to be queer is overcoming that pressure of society saying you have to fit into this bubble. Mm-hmm. Very much like um, what we just touched on. I used to be extremely, extremely scared and upset about being gay about being queer i would never really allowed myself to embrace being queer outside of being gay for quite a long time because i just thought there were you know pun parcel being queer is weird which is weird and very very queer phobic <laughs> but um i had to get outside of that little bubble that i put myself into because of what i thought i had to be and as soon as i popped that as soon as I started to explore asphyxia more, as soon as I started to explore um, out of drag more, I realized that this is such a gorgeous bubble that's expanding around all of us. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. It's a, it's a lovely little bubble that we can enjoy. I mean, it's not a bubble. I mean, let's pop it. But it, it, we can all just enjoy each other and embrace each other and all of our different cultures and facets and upbringings and traumas and stories and allow it to um, help us grow as opposed to being pulled down by it and not feeling that pressure anymore Mm -hmm. and I, I think that moment when I figured out that I could do that and I was allowed to do that and I allowed myself to do that that I really understood how important it was to be queer and how important it is to love that, which is why I'm so proud in that huge roundabout circle <laughs> is I'm proud to be queer because I'm just unequivocally fucking queer.
1: Yeah. Yes. No, I love that. I love that so much. That's yeah, like I feel like so perfectly said. Like mm. it was a very roundabout way to get there, but like I followed you. i um, it made sense. Thank you. We're not in yeah. a
0: bubble, but we absolutely are in a bubble. Uh, yes. And that's okay sometimes. Yeah, it's exactly. l- it's nice to be in our yeah. little bubble. Yes. We can pop it at times, we can pop it whenever we want. Period.
1: But also we don't have to be in the bubble if we don't want exactly. to Exactly. Yeah. Literally. It's this you, big meld
0: you. of space and time that you can warp it. We can be mm-hmm. in a black hole. We yeah. can be in a neutron star. We can be in quantum time, space, physics. Oh, shit. I don't know. I never watched Rick and Morty. <laughs> <That's but true. laughs> All the things. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And that is being queer. Yeah. If you're queer, you're queer. Ain't nobody going to tell you how to be queer.
1: Yeah.
0: There is no way to be queer.
1: Yes. There's no right and wrong. Boots, it there's just no is. way
0: to be queer.
1: Camp. You heard it there's here no first. right way.
0: There's no runway. You're just queer. You
1: just are.
0: And that's the T at the Query Pod.
2: Ding. <laughs> that was such a bad segue. <laughs> no, that was, a bad, <laughs> that bad was bad good. Segue. That was so good. So lastly, is there anything you would like to plug?
0: Plug. Ooh, there's a lot of things I'd love to plug. But first and foremost, I will start <laughs> off with. Thank you. I, a comedian. She's <laughs> not only pretty. <laughs> um, if you want to keep an eye on where I'm performing next, typically it is at the Wickham uh, at least twice a month, maybe three times if I'm lucky. Mm. Um, that is just, you'll find all of that at the.asphyxia on Instagram. That's where I update anything and everything and all in between. Any other gigs around that, you'll always see on my Instagram. Um, sure. I'm quite Everyone outspoken. Follow. Absolutely. And if you are interested in things like wigs, pads, custom thingamabobs and thingamajigs um, Asphyxias Asylum at instagram um, and you'll keep up to date i post quite a lot of my stuff there go check her out go oh, check, check her it out
2: guys. i'm gonna go check it out
0: absolutely yeah. oh so so you haven't checked it out
2: oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> i haven't checked out Asphyxias Asylum. actually i haven't i'm a follower
1: oh
2: i fan. need to follow i know i follow asphyxia okay. I'll,
0: I'll let it slide i'll let it I'm slide i'm meant to be
2: the un the un the unbiased
0: one that
2: the one, the stupid one <laughs> 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 that
0: stupid one I love it no you are all good I appreciate it darling as long as I get that follow tonight I'll see how I, I feel yeah
2: we'll see <laughs> okay Sheet.
1: thank That's you, you so much for coming on the pod
0: it is yes. my pleasure thank you for having me oh my god I've had such a fun time yeah, it was so fun um, it was
1: so good it was good do we we need to a clink
2: yes let's clink okay alright ready has to be good ready and cheers